0: Hey there devotee, welcome to another episode of the Devoted Podcast with your host me, Cindy. The mission of this podcast is to help anyone from every walk of life to be devoted, devoted to loving God, loving ourselves and fiercely loving God's people. So get comfortable and be encouraged by today's episode. Feel free to share this episode with your people and tag me so we can engage. All right, are you ready? Let's get into it. hello and welcome to episode five of devoted with cindy yeah that last (laughs) podcast episode was so long so I thought let me just relax and not release another episode so that we can just soak it in and let it marinate because it was so long someone joked and said um, the hour-long episode reminded him of like a church service so <laughs> Ooh, it is what it is <laughs> but yeah I am so so grateful um, to every single person who's listened to the podcast I really really appreciate every single person and I pray with all that I am that you are encouraged and that you are being blessed and that your relationship with God is getting more serious it's getting deeper and your devotion to God is just growing more and more each day so um yeah, let's get into today's episode. This is episode number five on the Devoted with Cindy podcast. And the title of today's message is Now or Never. All right. So, um,. Getting into today's episode, I was just thinking about and praying about it, just everything that's going on. Like, Lord, we have seen calamity. We've seen famine. We've seen the hearts of man growing cold. We've seen climate change, violence, you know, um, women and children not being protected. And my heart was breaking. My heart was breaking. We prayed about it. I joined the group um, called Deliberate. So if you know Deliberate, it is based on a YouTube channel um, that was started by Dennis Ngango I think that's how you pronounce his surname and that YouTube channel has a Facebook group so on the group one of the members was like hey guys let's come together on one Thursday evening and let's all pray let's pray just for the intervention of God in, the, in these matters and I was like great of course why not and so as I was praying for this and you know i'm just saying lord we need a solution you know um we need your help and he was like actually these things must pass these things all have to pass and i was like wait what and the lord was like no these things they have to come to pass because this is what i've written in my word and everything in my word has to come has to come to pass and as I was praying, he also said, and then you will know that I am the Lord, your God. And I was like, wow, God, that is just so intense, right? Because we want solutions. We want answers. I mean, I'm just looking at the Lord like father, but we're crying. We need help, you know? And he was like, yes, um, this is what I've done before. This is nothing new. What you are seeing here, it is nothing new. You know i've done this before and this is just a sign of the times and he was just saying that um, that you will know that he is the lord our god and that these things definitely have to pass and um us crying to governments who aren't hearing us us looking for solutions us getting tired of hashtags and writing songs and weeping and all of those things Leave us with only the solution to turn to the one who is able to actually just put everything into place, to turn back to God, to turn back to God and have him be the end all and be all basically over everything, to acknowledge God as God, to acknowledge that truly he is the Lord our God and that everything is in his hands. And that he alone is the one who can bring us out of this. Because laws will not change the hearts of man, which is what we cry to the government for. We're saying change the laws, but what's that going to do? Laws won't change the hearts of man. But encounters with the love of God, salvation, redemption, the blood of Jesus washing over everybody. That is what will change the heart of man, and that's what we need because it is the heart of men that have grown cold, so now it is on us who know Christ to go and share the gospel, to go and tell people the good news, to tell people that there is hope. Yes, you're looking around and you're you're not seeing it right now, but there is hope, all these things calamity um wars um children. Um, being abducted and women and and, um, women and children being abused all these evils all these evils are exposing the great need for christ the attack on identity the attack on family the attack on peace all these have revealed the need for Christ in our lives. All these have revealed that we need to start declaring that Christ is Lord, that He is King because the kingdom of God is near. We need to be really intentional about who we are, who God says we are and be very intentional about who God says he is. Because right now we need him. We need him. Everything that we are seeing now is exposing the need for Christ Jesus, is exposing the need for a fresh outpouring of the Holy Spirit, is exposing the need for a faith-filled generation who believes that God is able to do exceedingly abundantly above and beyond all we could ever ask nor even begin to imagine we need to be a generation that is bold in our faith we need to be a generation of believers that believes that Christ is able to bring salvation to those in and around us because what is happening now is there is a need for jesus and jesus wants to partner with us so if we are quiet if we are lukewarm if we have one foot in and one foot out then we are not um allowing christ to move in and through us that means we are not dead to self that means we are not allowing christ to come alive in us so that the will of god may be completed how then can we say that we are believers yet we are stifling the will of god how can you say i'm christian i believe in jesus but we are not doing the will of god in fact we are against it how is that because to not do the will is to be against it you are standing in opposition it's either or it's either or and what i am seeing now is that nothing really truly and honestly nothing is new history um, merely repeats itself that's what ecclesiastes 1 verse 9 says it says history merely repeats itself it has all been done before nothing under the sun is truly new what we are experiencing right now it may look new it has probably it has new names and whatever but the effects thereof and the root and, and the root of everything and the causes thereof Those are not new. Those are not new things that we are facing. Those are not new things we are facing. It's the same God that we need right now that was able to deliver so many other people um, way back then. And when we read through the Bible, Jesus is the same yesterday, today and forevermore. And so we need to put our trust and our hope in him. We're in a world that is passing away. We're in a world that is passing away. Oh my goodness. We are in a world, I'm saying it for the last time, that is passing away. For this world in its present form is passing away. That's 1 Corinthians 7 verse 31 to 32. We have to make sure that we are aware That we are in this world, but we are not of this world. And we have been commissioned as the children of God. When you say yes to Christ, you receive your salvation, your redemption, and your joy, and your peace, and your deliverance. All of these things, you receive them. The blessing, you receive the blessing for purpose. You do not receive the blessing so that you may sit with it in your own life. That's not how God works. God is not wasteful and God is gracious and God is generous. And so when he gives you something, when God blesses you, it runs over. Your cup runs over so that those who are around you can drink of this cup as well. So if you have received Jesus, if you have received the good news, if you have received deliverance, healing, restoration, then those around you should be able able to hear your testimony and draw closer to god when god blesses you it is for purpose it is there to serve a purpose it's not just there to be like hey i'm god's favorite no you are blessed for purpose you are blessed for purpose. God has given you something. You may say, I don't know what to say. I don't know how to start the conversation with people about Jesus. Well, you just speak on your testimony. You just speak on the blessing of God on your life and say, hey, look at what God has done for me. I struggled with A, B, and C, and God delivered me. And what does that do? It empowers you to go because your faith grows as you go your faith grows as you do the will of god as you serve the lord your faith is stretched your trust in god is stretched because you start to see that truly he is faithful That truly he is with you until the end of age as he promised. It is important that we remember who we are in Christ. If you're still struggling to get into relationship with Christ, I pray that as I read the scripture that I'm about to read, that you listen to the inheritance that we have as the children of God by grace through faith in Jesus Christ. 1 Peter 2 verse 9 says, But you... You are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people for God's own possession to proclaim the virtues of him who called you out of the darkness and into his marvelous light. That's who we are in Christ. That is who we are in Christ. We are a royal priesthood. We are a chosen people. We are a holy nation, a people for God's own possession. Our lives are not our own. We are a people for God's own possession to proclaim the virtues of him who called us out of the darkness into his marvelous light. And you see that he has done it for a purpose. Why has he called us out of the darkness into his marvelous light? To proclaim to proclaim the virtues of the Lord, to testify of what we have tasted and seen in the goodness of the Lord, to testify of our experience and what God has shown us in our lives and how he has revealed himself in our lives. This is not reserved for the priests that we see standing at pulpits on the Sunday or now it's Zoom. No. We, all of us, When you say yes to Jesus, when you say I receive him as my personal Lord and Savior, then you are anointed, then you are set apart and you are then a royal priesthood. You are part of the priesthood and your duty thereof is to go and proclaim the virtues of him who called you out of the goodness. You are to go and proclaim that God is good, that Christ has saved me, that Christ has delivered me, that by the blood of Jesus I am sanctified. By the blood of Jesus I overcome. So we may not be seeing clearly right now. But it is so important for us to utilize this moment to stretch our faith and trust that God is who he says he is and that he is good. Because if I trust that God is who he says he is, I'll be bold in my proclamation of who he is. There'll be no doubt. When I say God is good, I mean God is good. When I say God is a deliverer and that He is a provider, I am saying it with my chest because I trust that He is who He says He is and that He is faithful and that He cannot deny who He is. So right now what we're seeing is that the Lord is a refiner. He's a refiner oh and i love it he is a refiner right now he is sifting and he is refining and he is removing the dross he wants to see himself reflected in us seeing as the kingdom of god is near he wants to see himself reflected in our hearts in our minds in our representation of who he is as the children of of, of the lord he wants to see That truly we are his children. He wants to see that. He wants to know that that we are holy as he is holy. Because that is still the standard. That is still the standard. And holy as he is holy is not some end game. Holy as he is holy is a process that we go through daily. As we work out our salvation. As we work it out for ourselves. As we live in in faith and we practice our faith then daily we are sanctified daily you know we are um, refined by the holy spirit in our lives and the word it shapes us to be more like our father holy as he is holy is still the standard it's not out of fashion it's not taboo it's still the word It's still the word. And if I'm saying that I want to be like Christ, Christ was without sin. Christ was without sin, meaning he was holy. He was holy. So holy as he is holy is still the standard. It's not old fashioned. It's not just for the Old Testament. If we are saying that I want to be like Christ, then holy as He is holy is what, should, um, is what we should be striving towards. Yes, we no longer offer sacrifices because now we are the living sacrifices. So don't defile yourself with the filth of this world. The way that the Lord wants us to live is not going to look like what we see in the world. Good isn't enough. We must desire to be like God. We must desire godliness. We must desire the fruit of the Spirit coming through out of our lives. We must hunger and we must thirst after righteousness, child of God. Don't grow weary of serving the Lord. Malachi chapter 1 verse 13 reads you say it is too hard to serve the lord and you turn up your noses at my command says the lord of heaven's armies think of it animals are stolen and crippled and us and oh animal think of it animals that are stolen and crippled and sick are being presented as offerings should i accept uh should i accept from you such offerings as these asked the lord so what? how are you presenting yourself as a living sacrifice to the Lord? Are you coming in strong, healthy? Or are you coming in weak? Are you coming in um, sick? Are you coming in, you know, tired? Are you coming in just half-heartedly? half-heartedly in the presence of the Lord okay God if I give you just five minutes of my time that should be enough for the day Lord I'm just giving you 20 minutes you know that should be enough and while you're in God's presence you're already thinking about the next thing to do no he doesn't deserve that he deserves everything and more he deserves your best He deserves your best. So be intentional about your time with the Lord and be intentional about how you represent him. Don't be half-hearted because he is worthy of it all. He is worthy of it all. He is worthy of your time because he gave everything for you, my dear. You should think of it as a privilege to enter into his throne room and be able to praise him and be able to glorify him you should think of it as a privilege that is afforded to you through christ jesus to read his word and to hear his voice don't downplay your time with god it may not look like anything you may not even feel like oh my goodness i've spent so much time in god's presence but the word in your life is not futile so when you read your word read it and enjoy it when you are praying pray and be aware of the presence of god be aware of the presence of god be aware of the holy spirit moving and giving you utterances, and reminding you of the word. Be aware, be aware, be aware. Remember your why. Remember why you are empowered to even open your lips and pray. Remember why you open your Bible. Remember the why. Don't just go in half-heartedly. Like you're doing God a favor. You're not doing God a favor. Prayer is not for Him. Prayer is for you. That you may be blessed. That you may be equipped. That you may be reminded of your why. That you may remember your purpose. And that you may go out there with boldness and an assurance. Prayer is there to help you remember. Prayer is there to help you be rooted and not be swayed by every wind that blows prayer is there to help you stay rooted now in these times that are of shaking and sifting prayer is there to help you to reflect the one who is our savior the one who is our king so don't be half-hearted because god is worthy he's worthy of it all you owe this world nothing You owe this world absolutely nothing. Some of us have picked up so many worldly habits that it's hard to distinguish between us and those who don't know the Lord at all. And that is heartbreaking. That is heartbreaking. There needs to be a difference. There needs to be a difference. There's something different and unique about you when you are a child of God. There is a different uh, branding on you. So don't take it lightly. Don't take it lightly that you are a child of God. Don't take it lightly that you have received salvation. And if you are still hungering and you're still inquiring, After Christ, I am telling you, there's going to be a difference in your life when you say yes to Jesus. There is going to be a difference in how people view you because now you are separated from the world into the kingdom of light. You are separated from the world into a royal priesthood, into a chosen people when you say yes to Jesus. So don't be afraid. Don't be afraid because yes, all these things will pass and that this is a time of shaking yes. but be encouraged. If you are going to spend more time, if you're going to be more intentional, if you're going to do whatever it takes to see the likeness of Christ in you and in the things you do and in your mind and in the meditations of your heart, then you will be part of the true things that will remain. Because only those who are truly devoted to him and his cause will remain. I want you to think about that. That only those who are truly devoted to him and his cause will remain. Heaven and earth will fade away but God's word will remain. And God is not a man that he may lie. What he has said shall come to pass. So do the word. Do the word. Do the word. Do it with a heart of gratitude. Not, oh my goodness, oh my goodness, it's too hard to serve the Lord. No, do it with the heart of gratitude. Don't complain. Don't give excuses. It is a privilege and an honor to serve God. It is a privilege and an honor to be a chosen people, to be a royal priesthood. It's an honor. So there is hope. There is hope because those who are in Christ will not perish, but they will have everlasting life. Amen. And those who live in faith testifying, not loving their lives, but losing it to gain life in Jesus, overcome by the blood of the Lamb. So use this moment of grace that we have right now. Use this moment of mercy that we have right now. Use this opportunity that we have right now to go and get right with god if you are lukewarm it's time to get piping hot piping hot and if you are on the outside looking in and you're not sure it's time to let god in it's time to let jesus christ into your heart he says look i stand at the door and i knock if you would just open the door and let him in, you will share a meal together with Jesus as friends. As friends, you'll be a friend of God. You will be a friend of God. And I tell you, when you come to Jesus, that things that in your life, that have been dead will come to life and that generational curses will be broken because you will learn how to stand in the gap you will learn how to pray faith-filled prayers you will learn to proclaim the name of jesus and you will know that the name of jesus breaks every yoke breaks every chain and that the blood of jesus still has power today so use this moment use this moment of grace use this moment of mercy the only way to the father is through his son jesus christ treasure jesus christ look around you where is your refuge look at what what is happening in the world where is your refuge the name of the lord is a strong tower where the righteous run in and they are safe. Are you safe? Have you left this covering? Are you standing with one foot in and one foot out? Or have you never even entered? This is God calling you in. This is God reaching out to you right now. Let's get this right before He returns. It's not too late. Don't worry about, I'm only starting now. It's good. Start now. It's now or never. Don't worry about starting over and what that may look like. It's okay. It's now or never. God will astound you. He will will blow you away if you would just trust Him. If you would just trust Him with your life. If this is your first time, being reached out to or you feel that there's a pull in your heart to receive jesus as your personal lord and savior then there right where you are just say yes you can say it out loud or you can say it in your heart at this moment but this is purely between you and our father in heaven and he is listening and he is watching you right now just say yes you can say it in your heart Or you can say it out loud just say yes lord yes lord jesus loves you he wants you to live he wants you to be empowered right now and experience heaven on earth right now with him dwelling in your heart and so if you have said yes I just want you to pray with me. Yes, and amen. May a fresh outpouring of the Spirit of the Lord anoint you and empower you for His cause in Jesus' name. Until next time, I love you so, so much. God bless you. acknowledge to you that I am a sinner and I am sorry for my sins and the life that I have lived. I need your forgiveness. I believe that your only begotten son Jesus Christ shed his precious blood on the cross at Calvary and died for my sins and I am now willing to turn from my sin said in your holy word that if we confess the Lord our God and believe in our hearts that God raised Jesus from the dead, we shall be saved. Right now, I confess Jesus as the Lord of my soul. With my heart, I believe that God raised Jesus from the dead this very moment, I accept Jesus Christ as my personal Lord and Savior. And according to his word, right now, I am saved. Thank you, Jesus, for your unlimited grace, which has saved me from my sins. I thank you, Jesus, for your grace that never leads to a license, but rather it always leads to repentance. Therefore, Lord Jesus, transform my life that I may bring glory and honor to you alone and not to myself. Thank you, Jesus, for dying for me and giving me eternal life. Amen. And if you've slipped, if you have Backslidden. if you are kind of sort of in you're lukewarm if you're not sure that you're doing things the right way i just want to have a prayer with you of restoration i just want us to pray for restoration i just want us to pray for you to just get back up i just want to pray for you to go and i pray that this prayer empowers you in jesus name Heavenly Father, we come before you right now in the mighty name of Jesus. And Father, I declare right now that any single child of yours that has felt far from you right now returns in the mighty name of Jesus. We break every yoke, O Father, that has kept them far from you. We break every stronghold, O Father, that has told them a lie, O God. Right now, Father, we declare that there is a hunger and the Thirst after righteousness in them in the mighty name of jesus we declare father that a fresh oil falls upon them in the mighty name of jesus setting them apart for purpose right now in the mighty name of jesus father we unseal lips that have been shut oh god by disappointment oh father we unseal them right now and we declare that they will be filled with praise they will be filled with prophecy they will be filled of testimony of your goodness oh father we thank you lord that you ordain their steps right now father we declare lord that everyone under the voice of, of under the sound of my voice oh father shall walk in step with your spirit oh father and that they will see your glory in the earth oh We thank you, O God, that you revive them, that you restore them, O Father, that they will again remember the joy of your salvation, O Father, that they will enjoy your life, O Father, that they will know that in you there is goodness, O God. We thank you that you cover them. We thank you, Father, that you sustain them and that you carry them through. In the name of Jesus. Amen. that's it thank you so much for listening to another episode of devoted with cindy be sure to follow me on instagram and twitter and if you're listening via anchor fm leave me a voice note with anything you may have learned realized or something you'd like to add and i'll be sure to feature you in the next episode remember live your life completely devoted to loving god loving yourself and fiercely loving god's people see you in the next one